0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning. Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot.
0: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's
0: hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Alright, say hey, podcast time on a Thursday. What's up, Al? Oh hi, Jerry. I have a few stories and I have a few emails. I do like that you keep wearing the uh the Nets. Zip up, yeah. You're almost like a net fan now. I'm almost like a net fan. You know fan why though, yeah. they might win an NBA championship this year,
1: uh, yeah. Um, I got this from the Nets n- many years ago. They give me nothing, I yeah, get yeah. I got something this is many years ago. It's a really great uh yeah, zip it's, up. It's a, an Adidas, it's got the, the stitched on cool like tattered logo. I could
0: even wear that on my Rutgers strips because it's yeah. Adidas, right? Oh, it's well. Adidas, Jerry. So, I'm let me, like, let me hear your story.
1: I'm like Run DMC,
0: Adidas. <laughs>
1: Let me give you these some of these emails first, Jerry. <laughs> yes. This one comes from Armando Rodriguez. Uh, Alan, Jerry, no relationship advice needed here. All good. Just wanted to give you a shout-out from Arizona. My wife and I are on vacation hiking the Grand Canyon and Red Rocks in Sedona. I've been playing the podcast on the trails, usually during the tough parts, so it keeps me distracted from the hard climbs. Nice. I've been playing it through my phone speaker, so even my wife is listening. It'll blow her mind if we get a mention during the podcast while we are on our hike tomorrow. Mind blown. Her name is Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Tell Jerry he's 100% right about Arizona. It's gorgeous out here. Yeah. You two keep up the good work.
0: And you keep up the work in the Sedonas or wherever the hell you are. Red Rock is where they have those concerts, isn't it? Well, Red Rock is, that in California? is in
1: Colorado, I believe.
0: Oh, Colorado? I think. I know we Red have Rock. I no idea.
1: I know Red Rock is not in Sedona. They do have Red Rocks in Sedona. I do but know that, yes. The concert
0: venue, Red Rock. Is when not I was there. out there, I noticed all the Red Rocks.
1: A lot of Red Rocks. Um, it is awesome. There are certain areas in Sedona that people think. Are like these um, uh, p- powerful places that you would meditate, f- feel things, oh. feel vibes, positive yeah, energy. It's called an earthquake. No, no, positive energy vibes. Hey, come on, I don't stop. Bell oh. Mountain out there. Yeah, all right. I was on it. I felt nothing. Of course, she didn't. Gina claimed to feel something, but <laughs> no, I, she didn't. She claimed, but uh, she that she wanted to feel something. That's
0: because she's listening to Joel Olstein every right. day.
1: Like she wanted to feel vibes
0: from the mountain. <laughs> I feel like we're all searching for so much. Oh, Jerry, we're searching. Like, I'm on. I'm on Facebook, but I don't post a thing. Facebook for me is my messaging to my baseball team. So I log in. Well, I'm always logged in, but you know what I mean. I go. I go to it. And I go right to, I have a shortcut groups. So I go to my 11U baseball team. But usually before I get there, I always see a poster or two as the cursor is going over to the yeah. 11U shortcut. It is amazing how many people just post self-help quotes, thoughts, Yeah. be kind, strive to be better, surround yourself with positive people. I need to get the negativity. And I, I always wonder this. Was it always like this? Because when you grew up, did you hear your parents talking about mental health? And I'm not saying, listen, that stuff's very real, and I know it is. We just have now really coined a term for it. So I'm not, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I know it does. But I just, I felt like growing up, you never heard about any of this stuff. You did not. And it's so, and maybe because social media has given everybody a voice for multiple people to see and hear what you're thinking... But I find it so interesting.
1: The only thing we had back then, Jerry, is like in the doctor's office or in like executive offices, you would have those pictures with nice sayings underneath, right? Sure. So you might have a golf ball or golf course picture and then some sort of inspirational quote having Mm -hmm. to do with golf as a metaphor for life or
0: something like that. Right. We had those. You're on the 10th hole. You've passed your midlife point. Make it count. Enjoy the back nine. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Sure. But it's just, I don't know, I, I it's, it amazes me how many people post messages and messaging about needing to be better, striving for, you know, improvement in their life, wanting to be with better people, blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. I think they think that if they post it, it's almost like writing it down. You're bringing it into your life. You're, Maybe. You know, I also think you could tell a lot about, in particular, a woman's relationship status with her partner based on certain things that they post because sometimes like if a woman's been hurt recently they will post something about being stronger and not trusting people and that sort of thing yeah so you could always tell i suppose so yeah i saw a post to someone i i won't give their name but uh they they put a post on there about like a a strong man is one (laughs) values something like a strong man is is one who uh, makes promises But the stronger man keeps them. And I was like, uh
0: oh, this girl's Uh, was wrong. Guy is, is, he made a promise that he didn't keep. Uh oh. Yeah. So it's very interesting that you see all this stuff every day from multiple people.
1: I have one of those, uh, those pictures with the quotes that I've had that I bought at a flea market in Florida. Wow. 100 years ago. And it's a picture of Cal Ripken. And it's says perseverance. I like it. And under, it's about showing up every day. Yeah. And I have had that on my wall since my first radio job. And I think that's awesome. Show up. You know, just showing up, you'll beat
0: out a lot of people just by yes, showing up. I do. Right? Of course. You know that. A lot of people look for the shortcut. Yes. A lot of people don't want to work. Correct. I know. It's a, There's one in the, the bar. We, I go to Prime Barber Lounge in Middletown, New Jersey. Love the place. And they have some of the, I don't think they have that one, but they have a bunch of those on the wall. And the best part, there's one that's really good that I see every day. And I always look at it like, wow. And it was like, oh man, it was like the definition of, you know, entrepreneurship is the willingness to work a hundred hours a week for yourself, as opposed to working 40 or 50 hours a week for someone else. It was like really that. interesting. Maybe it was dry. Maybe it wasn't entrepreneurship. Maybe it was like drive and desire. I forget. It's a great quote, though. Now, I don't want to work 80 to 100 hours a week, but, you know, it would be nice to answer to just yourself. Right. It's kind of cool, actually.
1: We were talking about that, but it, and, and we're realizing, you and I were talking about that off the air the other day, where you go, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you were in a business for yourself, then you control everything. But you don't, as we found out with the pandemic, right? If yep. you had a bar or restaurant, you, you don't control everything. Or a local store that got closed down because yeah. of... Just And I'm always thinking, like, you know, I always think I want to do a coffee shop at some yeah. point. And I still reading in the news, coffee prices
0: could double. Like, right, because Whoa. you would think that's one of the right. safest things. We've been serving coffee in the country for how long? Now, I still do believe it is, because even if coffee prices jump, I still think people are going to do it. We're addicted. It, it's their routine. Right. But to your point, there was a, a local bar that was, uh, I guess it was put up for sale. And the price wasn't crazy. And I said to a friend of mine who really has a lot of money, I said, you know, we should jump on this between my exposure on the show. You're into real estate. I'm like, this could be a lot of fun. And it was like probably five to six months, five to six months before the pandemic. So he made the phone call and he called me back because, yeah, no, they already have an offer and there's no reason to top it. Let them go for it. They opened pandemic gone. Right. And they put a lot of money into it. And they did because not only did they buy it, they supposedly redid the inside and I, it was doing well. And then yep, because they weren't, they didn't have a track record in a big bank account. Like a lot of other bars did that they were able to, until you were allowed to have drinks outside, they couldn't withstand it. And that could have been me. Yeah. I think about that too.
1: Like when you, when you think you have your own business or something, how you, it's all under your control when it's not, I think about too, like let's say you had a, uh, Subway sandwich franchise. Sure. And then all those years ago, it comes out that Jared
0: yeah. uh, was arrested for child pornography. And you probably go from $4,000 a day in sales to 1500 and where'd everybody go? It's nothing that you did. Right. Or Subway did. The Your shop other, was the, the, still running the same. Right. The dude who's in their commercials. Right. Right. Bad, bad publicity or,
1: Right, or like when uh, I remember a number of years ago, Taco Bell had a situation where they had tainted lettuce, mm. and people were getting very sick, and then no one was going to Taco Bell.
0: Yeah, and if you own that local Taco right? Bell, you're screwed. Screwed. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's tricky because I do think what we've gone through is, I do believe, is a once-in-a-hundred-year situation. You hope so. You hope so. I mean, the last time it happened was in the early 1900s. It happened now with us. You do hope that it doesn't happen again for three more generations to come. But, yeah, I mean, you still really never know.
1: They talk about that. I've been reading stuff about the stock market, and, there, you know, there's some people that are like, we're going to have another crash. And, blah, blah. Um, and then others say, you know, that October 1987 stock market crash was, you know, a once-in-a-hundred-year thing, and that right. every hundred years it might happen. So, but... It could say they would say oh if it averages once every hundred years that doesn't mean it couldn't happen twice sure. in 10 years and then that happen again for 200 200. but uh I didn't realize that you know w- you know when the stock market has a bad day now it's like it'll lose like 500 points yeah what's we'll say it's a bad day I was reading about that 1987 stock market crash it lost what would be the equivalent today if the stock market in one day lost 7,700 points.
0: Well, where is... I don't even know. Where is the stock market? All I do is I check the crypto stuff yeah. what is Where is the stock market today? I'm not today? sure. 20,000? 30,000? Uh, I, I don't even know. It's high. The Dow?
1: The, uh, Jerry, are you talking about the Dow and those
0: 34,000? 30, is it really? Yeah. Because after 9-11... It's up did, 500 points so far. Didn't, the, didn't it crash pretty good? A little... Oh, after 9-11 yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I don't know if that was, you know, what you're talking about bad, but it was bad.
1: Yeah, it wasn't as bad as the 1987 thing, but yeah, it's just like... And again, that's where all of our retirements are, yeah. right? And uh, we have no control over that. None. I mean, you can pick where you put stuff, but if something crashes,
0: yeah. you got Like no right now, you and I, and Eddie for sure, have a lot of equity in our homes because right. the real estate market is hot and still is. It's fallen off a little, but it's still pretty... Well, if there's a real estate crash, if you've got $200,000 of equity in your condo, in six months, you could have $40,000. Right. You don't know. You
1: don't know. It's a lot of stuff out of our control.
0: Yeah, sure is.
1: Here's a life advice question, Jerry, and this uh, man would like to remain anonymous. I'm a single 30-year-old guy with a good career. I'm a CPA. And I'm mostly happy with where my life is at. I don't have a ton of responsibilities outside of work. I have a great dog, have plenty of time for hiking and my hobbies, and impromptu weekend travel trips. Recently, I've been feeling like something's missing, however, and have been thinking it might be a serious romantic partner. I've been casually seeing two girls for a while. Wow. One that's one that's great in bed but is a little crazy. <laughs> and one that I have a great time with, but our sex life isn't great. Some vanilla stuff maybe once every four or five times we hang out. My questions are, one, if you think I would regret disrupting the good thing I have going right now by introducing a serious relationship, and two, which girl would you and Jerry choose to pursue that work? I can't answer that question, I'm married. Also, this is that. Uh, also, just curious, what T-shirt brand you ended up getting? We have very similar taste in shirts, from what I heard from the podcast. Just curious, I tried True Classic. I went with the uh, fresh, clean tees, but I had to return them. They were with that situation where the medium was too tight, the large was too big. For our buzz, no buzz ones. No, no. For I just oh. was buying T-shirts. Oh, I got you. All right, Jerry. So here you go. Here's your question. Oh, man, thirty year old guy. So take <laughs> I would take age into account. Do you go with the girl where the sex is good but she's crazy or the girl that you have a good time with but sex
0: is vanilla and not very often? Option C, you have to find the girl you have a good time with and the sex is crazy. I would say of these two items, uh, it
1: depends. If you think, if this guy thinks having a romantic partner is missing, then you go for the girl where your sex life isn't great but it happens and. If you're not really looking for a serious relationship, you go for the girl with the, the great sex girl who's crazy. That Yes. That's, right? Yes. And don't get tied tied down. Right. Now, he is only 30 years old. <clears throat> so at which case, I would say, if you're not thrilled with the non-crazy one, maybe,
0: like you're saying, it's C. I, I think it's C. I don't think you have found what you're looking for. Right. Because clearly it sounds like... He loves the sex, right? And it sounds too to me when you re- when you write it the way you did. It's vanilla. It's once every you know. They only he said it's once every four or five times they hang out. Right. So it's not even like they're seeing each other every day. Exactly. So it sounds like you're not going to be happy there either, right? And the idea with the first one, you have a great time, but she's going to cause you a lot of headaches. Yeah, and you haven't had kids yet, right? You know, you never know what happens. Some. Some parents adapt wonderfully to kids. Some parents are ready to strangle each other with kids. And there's somewhere in the middle where the father doesn't react well and where the mother doesn't react well. I I would say, what do they say? Sow your wild oats with uh, number one. And I don't know that number two is the proper option either. Unless you're at a point where, you know what? You've bent the first one in different directions and you've had all your fun (laughs) and she's bent you around and you're ready to settle down and you're kind of cool with a calm life. That's a tough one. Doesn't sound like either is right for him. Here's what I would say.
1: He's 30, so to me, very young. I didn't really sow my wild oats, Jerry, till I was in my 40s. Okay. I would say, continue hanging out and sexual liaisons with the crazy girl. The second girl, just keep as friends and say, you see this more as a friendship. The problem
0: is they've had sex already, though, multiple times. That's not easy to do. Because she's thinking more, right? Like they've had sex numerous times, and now he's going to say, "Let's be pals," right? That's a rough one. It is a rough one. If you're her, it's a shot to the ego. Yeah, I don't know that that's the right thing either. Well, I think you I think had a third girl then. Yeah,
1: just don't be exclusive with anyone. Yeah. Don't lead anyone thinking that they're here's what
0: you exclusive. do. Keep doing what you're doing until you find the right girl. Right.
1: There you go. Life just advice. Just don't commit.
0: I like that. 30 is not old. I wonder if each girl knows he's got another girl. Right. I, I it, it didn't sound like it. It doesn't, and that's difficult. And if
1: they do both know, maybe that's why the girl that you have a more, a better friendship with is not as sexual with you because she knows you're fooling around with this crazy girl. Could be. They normally go hand in hand, though, right? The really crazy, the crazy girl's. I don't know about sexual that.
0: Sexual liaisons. I think anybody—that's the that, anybody at any age can be nuts. That's true. Any any male, any female. I don't think. I don't think so. That's true, Jerry. Jerry, you know how I love
1: true crime and serial killers. I've heard and, that once, and twice, and or four thing. million times. Yes. One of the most famous serial killers was the Zodiac Killer, and this was someone who was uh, uh, murdering in uh, the late '60s, '68 and '69. He was uh, sending letters, coded letters, to the San Francisco Chronicle. And it has been one of the biggest mysteries of all the serial killers, like I said, dating back over 50 years. Well, they believe uh, they found who the Zodiac Killer was. And this is a group of people. You know, there's people on the Internet that try to solve... Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about, like, police. I mean, like... General people. General people who are into true crime that try to solve these things. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, the man is passed... Uh, In 2018. Okay. So they can't bring him up on uh, charges. Right. Be post-mortem. Post-mortem, Jerry. But they do believe that they found the Zodiac Killer. And one of the things that they think they found him from was based on scars on his forehead. Oh, yeah. That's right. And they also were going through his... uh, He has like a a dark room to uh, make photos. Develop photos in a Mm -hmm. dark room. And they found a lot of clues in there that made it seem like they
0: had the right guy. So Zodiac The mind of a killer is, is I mean, and you, and you know more about it than anybody with all these I shows sure you watch. I sure do. You see the one article today in the paper about the man in Florida, of course, in Florida, in Florida, Sebastian, man. Florida, who strangled his girlfriend in the kitchen, then put her body in the bed to sleep with her one last night. Oh, and then, I don't mean sexually, I mean just like... Oh, I, He slept with her the, bed with the, the, the bed. night. Okay. And then put her in the pickup truck and then drove to Walmart and left her there and tried to stage it like she was killed in the truck. And At he, the Walmart. He had a, and he told police he put it, because he admitted it, when they found out it was him, he had a bicycle in the back of the flatbed and he rode the bike home and left the truck there with her body. Mm. I mean, what in the hell is that? It's very... People are very strange, Jerry. I mean, my God... And that's where, like, not to get too deep, but it's like story, you know, childhood cancers, stories like that. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I don't even want to bring it up.
1: I also heard from a a listener to the podcast, actually called to the show to tell me that uh, he was listening to the podcast out loud and was making his girlfriend listen yesterday. And she was almost throwing up talking about when we were talking about eating raw meat. It's disgusting. Yeah, he said he kept trying to fast forward, and every time he hit it, I would say the phrase raw meat, (laughs) and she would get disgusted. But he enjoyed
0: it, he said. That's funny.
1: Here's a weird controversy, Jerry. You're familiar with the band Smash Mouth? Of course. Hey, now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Yep. Smash Mouth has been performing with a replacement lead singer that nobody knows who it is, and they're not admitting to it.
0: Okay, I wouldn't even know who the lead singer of Smash Mouth is anyway. He's actually a huge baseball fan uh, on the West Coast. Okay. He, he tweets a lot about uh, Dodgers, uh, Giants, that sort of thing. Right, but I guess I, that's cool. What I'm saying is if I went and saw, let's say Smash Mouth was opening for someone, yeah. or I would have no idea what I was looking at other than play the songs I know. His name is Steve Harwell,
1: and he had tweeted... The main lead singer? The main lead singer. His name is Steve Harwell. And he had tweeted that uh, he wasn't going to be able to perform for a little while as he had uh, fallen ill. But Smash Mouth just continued doing concerts with a different guy that they put in sunglasses. And they won't tell you who it is? They won't reference that it's not him. Oh, really? They won't tell you who it is. Man, talk about no credit. But there's another Smash Mouth lead singer, Jerry. Would you go see them? I wouldn't. I would not uh, Even with the real Smash Mouth Yeah no I mean I'm not interested I'm not either Doesn't work for me They'd be good Like in a um, Like a Like a festival show With like Sugar Ray Smash Mouth Yeah You know I like, get a bunch Of the Eve 6 Get a Inside bunch Inside Out <laughs> Get a bunch Of those bands Yeah How about Fuel Fuel I'd put them on the bill all right, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up show. All right, we now, can do that. Tomorrow is Friday, which means cool games. Yes, I look forward to that. I haven't really looked ahead, other than knowing who the Jets and Giants are playing. Oh, we got one cool game at four thirty. I can tell you that. Giants Cowboys. That's right. Will there be others? There will be. There will be. Yeah. I don't know what they are yet, because I'm not. And you know what, Jerry? I'm not even going to look at them. Yeah. Until we do it live on the air tomorrow.
0: We got Patriots Bucks Sunday night? (laughs) No, that is not happening, unfortunately. Maybe the Jaguars and Titans or something. Yeah, I don't even know who the Sunday night game is. Which is ironic. Yeah. I have no idea. You know, it's funny. Don't look. Don't look. I'm not looking. But CBS Sports uh, Network right now has the game scrolling on the bottom. Okay. And all I'll tell you is I've seen four scroll by. Not great. Uh Uh-oh. Doesn't mean it won't be. Right. I only saw four of them. All right, now five. Mm-hmm. Eh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't like The one I'm looking Jerry. at, I'm, I'm on the fence, so I might have to go by default call at one. I don't know. Because
1: the Jets have the early game. They're in London, so there's locally nothing until the four thirty Cowboy right. Giants. So there'll be a lot of red zoning. I do like the 9-30
0: Jet game. I really do. We need cool games in that 1 o'clock window in particular. Uh, I can tell you that's not going to be the case. Oh, boy. I'm telling you 4-30 looks good, though. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sunday night looks good. Okay, well, all well, right. Me, well, I'm excited for this wait. tomorrow. All right, cool. We
1: do it in the second segment of the show if you're yes. if you're looking to set your morning. That's alarm. called producing, right there. That's called producing. All right, we'll do a warm-up show from this morning right now. Who?
0: the fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Google, play WFAN.
1: Good morning, campers.
0: Al and Jerry, don't worry. It's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All suck. right, here we go. We do this on a, what day? <laughs> Thursday. Today's Thursday, Thursday, Jerry. week five of the NFL. That's right. Uh, we've got the Eddie Scazzeri, Mister Quinnipiac himself, and across from me, his name is Al Christopher Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry.
1: Uh, I someone reached out to me yesterday. This was interesting. Uh, they DM'd me on Twitter, a producer at the at our our sports radio station in Atlanta. Okay. And the guy asked if I would be a guest on one of their Saturday shows. To me. do what? That's what I said to About him.
0: Sports or about like their business. Like, think about, I think
1: because Jets Falcons are playing this week. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the guy back. I said, listen, I'm up for doing, I'd certainly help you guys out if you're interested. I said, but I don't, I said, despite
0: working at WFAN for 15 years, don't ask me any real sports questions. We have Al Dukes on the line right. from Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, the yeah. fan up in New York. Al, just give us a scouting report on Keelan Cole. <laughs>
1: I legitimately was thinking, like, can I name a Jets receiver other than Jamison Crowder? Can you? Uh, Mims, but he don't play. I just named one, you oh, fool. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what. No, they didn't get back to me when I told them I didn't know anything about sports. Really, uh, what yeah, I... what do you see? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> what... Really, what I want to go on the station in Atlanta is to say, why does your field look so terrible on television? I love that. I agree with you. <laughs> it's so hard to watch. Thank God this game's in London this week. Yes, very good point. So we don't have to see that terrible field it'll, in Atlanta. It it'll just be looks more so v- visually pleasing. More visually pleasing, Jerry. Okay. So uh, I'm looking forward to maybe being a, doing a big guest spot in uh, Atlanta. I'd like to know when
0: this is. I'm going to listen.
1: I will stream it. I will um, I will promote it if they uh, get back to me and are still I think
0: interested. I I I yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um um. <laughs> hmm. I, uh I did do a guest spot years ago when we were in Queens oh, great. uh on a Kansas City radio station because uh, they wanted Boomer they wanted Boomer and Boomer couldn't do it right. so I called in instead I go Boomer can't do it I'll do it though. Like I'm on the air I was like Let, ask me some questions. I had no, they were not happy because they wanted Boomer. Of course. Not Boomer's producer. Of
0: course. I'm surprised they actually put you on, though.
1: Yeah, oh, they did, Jerry, and I remember stirring it up with those clowns out
0: there. That would be like calling Fox for Troy Aikman, and his producer says, I'll come on with you. Yeah, I No, got thank it. you. <laughs> yeah, go on with yourself. <laughs> I got it. No problem.
1: Jerry, someone who I respect in football, a football... Rex Ryan. No, oh, I'm not going to reveal my source. I have sources, Jerry. You do? How many stories have you broken? Well, this is not breaking a story. I'm just saying no. someone in sports with knowledge of sports. Okay. Particularly knowledge of the NFL.
0: I'm Boomer Esaias. You don't know that.
1: Told me to, quote, bet the house on the Rams tonight. Really? Yeah. I was surprised to hear that. That's interesting. So I looked on the. The game's in Seattle, yes. The game's in Seattle. Hmm. Uh, the the S- Seattle even at home is getting two and a half points. Wow,
0: Seattle's a right? weird team. Exactly, that's what a, I think. They're a very Russell Wilson still made. Did you see that one touchdown pass he I made did. in San Francisco the other day? I mean, he just outstanding. Like he's you know twenty two running around back there. I bet the house on the Rams. Right. Like you trust Matthew Stafford on the road in Seattle? I don't bet the house
1: on anything, Jerry. But Sorry, I'm for just you, that saying means twelve dollars, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe
1: bet. twenty. Mm. Yeah. So, but yeah, I feel like I know the home field advantage isn't a huge thing in the NFL anymore for whatever reason. Like statistically, this season and the last season, well the last season I had no last fans. season
0: made meant nothing.
1: I still feel like if there is home field advantage, it's in Seattle. Yeah, I would agree. They
0: call it the twelfth man, and there. it's
1: loud as hell. Yes, it could be raining, it could be yeah. snowing. We don't know what goes on in what do, Seattle. Right, that,
0: you know what? That's actually a very You're good check point. the weather. Jerry? I am, I am, because if it's going to be a crappy day in Seattle, I don't know that I would go along with that thinking. It's only crappy in Seattle, Jerry. Ninety percent of the year, <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's this ten percent window. When I was uh, when I went to Seattle to visit before my Alaskan cruise, Jerry, the the Uber driver, I was like, "It's so beautiful here." He goes, "Yeah, for about two months <laughs>
0: when people come to visit, and then we all get depressed." Sun and clouds today. High of fifty six, mm. low of forty four. Interesting. So it's not a terrible night at all. Not a terrible night. No, okay. I mean, so why doesn't this person trust the Seahawks? Matter of fact, there's no rain in the forecast in Seattle. Through Monday, November, uh, October eighteenth. That's I mean, there's fast. like a shower possible, twenty percent, thirty percent. Well, maybe this is part of the two months. This is my, you're saying this might still be good time in Seattle to I visit. Look, look, I didn't say it's not going to be gray seems and cloudy. Cheap. I'm gray. just saying there's not like a hundred percent chance of rain any day until the eighteenth of October.
1: Why do you suppose someone would move to Seattle? Because they were this? born there. Well, why do no, you no. suppose we live here? No, because we were born here. Oh, move But here? there are people that
0: move to Seattle. Hmm. Other than for, like, a really good job? Schools. Who was the Met pitcher that wanted to move to Denver for the school system? Uh, Who was that, Eddie? Come on. Mike Campton. That's it. Yeah. He wanted to go to Denver for the school, perhaps school. I would say schools, jobs, um, affordable living. I don't know if it is or it isn't. I have no idea. I don't know what the tax situation is out there. Real estate, don't know. The Uber driver told me, he goes, what happens is people come to visit in the summer. Right, gorgeous. Fall in love with the place and don't believe us when we tell them yeah, it I, rains
1: mm. 80% of the time here.
0: There's nothing to me more depressing than a gray doesn't even have to rain. Just one of those dark gray breezy days. It's just ugh. Which is weird that they didn't put
1: a dome there when they built that new stadium like the Dome used to be.
0: Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. And I dance in Seattle for the Mariners. I'd love to go see that stadium. Safeco is that what it still is field, or they have yeah. a different no, sponsor? It is, I don't Jerry. know. It is safe go. And you had an opportunity I to did. go and passed.
1: And it was uh it was Seattle versus the Rays when
0: I was there. See you what know the problem go. is in a lot of cases when I'm away, it's amazing how I end up with the Rays so many times, and it's like I know they're really good. I don't want to see them. You're not interested in no. Seattle versus Rays. Like we were supposed to go, my baseball team was supposed to go to Ripken in Maryland in August, and we were gonna go to see an Orioles game. Figure out as a team we would go do that. I was like, who are they playing? what it was it? The Angels or the Rays? And I've seen the Angels, no joke, I've seen the Angels like five times on the road. One time I went and saw the Angels and Rays. (laughs) Angels at Rays? I did. I was like, oh, Mike Trout, okay. It was so boring, though. Boring. Yeah, the Rays don't excite me.
1: I was happy to see, Jerry, that uh, Theo Epstein and Steve Cohen quickly decided that that's not going to work. So at least it didn't get dragged on because it would have been a talk topic here forever. We got to get, like, every call is yeah. we got to get Theo Epstein. Now it's not even a conversation. No. Done. They had the conversation legitimately, like, a day after, two days after the season and ended.
0: And you as the, I put this in air quotes, yeah. diehard Mets fan that you correct. are. correct, uh, Not going to be happy with the names that are surfacing for manager. Which management. names are
1: those? For manager?
0: Yeah. Because they're older guys. I don't mind. I actually think it's a, a good way to go. Older dudes. But the names you're hearing, cool. Bruce Bochy. Okay. Okay. Um, Buck Showalter, <laughs> Bob Melvin, right? John Gibbons, <laughs> that one to me. John I don't even know who that Gibbons. is. John Gibbons managed the, uh, the the Blue Jays. If you managed in the 80s, we're not interested. The 80s? Yeah. The 80s? I don't even think Buck managed in the 80s. Oh, if you managed in the 90s. When did he start with the Yankees, 91? We're not interested. I'd have to look. No, I'd be interested in Buck. I would, actually. You would? Yeah, really? yeah I would. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I would. I feel like I would because he always he has always even when you look at what he did in Baltimore. I know he his last year was like a 50 win team or something. They were horrific. But he won 100 games with the Orioles not that long ago. Like he does he do, he does elevate a team. He did it with the Yankees, he did it with the Diamondbacks, did it with the Orioles. The Rangers I'd have to go back and look. I feel like he had a couple of good years but not great. How old is Mr. Buck Showalter these uh, days? Should I, I would Google say that, Jerry? I would say if I had to take a guess, I'm going to say Buck is 67. And I'll tell you this too, Buck. I saw him on ML. Was it MLB Network? 65. 65. I saw him as a uh, as an analyst for one game this summer. He was sh- sharp as ever. I thought he was outstanding, and I couldn't believe that more people don't put him on because he was. Re- and I know he's an old. He was really good though, and was one of those engaging listens, which I was surprised because my first thought was like, "Eh, Buck." But like a couple of innings and in, I'm like, "This guy's really good." It was just a natural at it. I would like to see him here. I would. And he had a cameo on Seinfeld years ago. Oh, with the whole Steinbrenner stuff at Yankee Stadium? Yeah, and with... Uh, with, with Jeter and Jeter Bernie. and Tartable. Oh, Danny, Danny Tartable was right. on that, too. Because there was one with, with Bernie by the batting cage, too, right? Once when George was hitting? Uh, that, Yeah, but that...
1: Yeah, Danny Tartable was there. Jeter was there. Okay. I, I don't know if...
0: Bernie was there. I could swear. Maybe I got that wrong. I thought Bernie was in one of those. Well, you can
1: watch it, Jerry. It's now on Netflix. On Netflix. I
0: know. I'll pass. Thanks. Check it out. I've seen them all.
1: Well, you haven't seen them on Netflix. It's They're the same.
0: It's completely different. Well, now, it looks Jerry. different, apparently. Yes, it does so, yes, look so, different. I, I will make a prediction, though, and I hate okay. to say this because I did hear Sal say it too, but I did believe this a week ago when I read it when they were talking about um, Bob Melvin being in the mix and yeah. Billy Bean. I, to me, it just was with, with Sandy. Like, that to me is the favorite right now in the clubhouse. Billy Bean? Billy Bean, Bob Melvin. Those two coming together. Really? That's what I think. And I don't think that'd be a bad thing either. But I don't know how excited the Met fan base would be for that. I'm going to say not excited. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's It's got no buzz. It might not, but yet it might be a good move. I agree. It would not be buzzworthy. I did see. Like Sam Darnold coming back wasn't buzzworthy. Not buzzworthy, right. Zach Wilson coming in, buzzworthy.
1: Right, because it's something different. Right. I did see that the Dodgers had a walk-off home run last night, Jerry, in other baseball
0: news. They win games in such fun fact. They really are fun. I know they have a $500 million payroll. They really are fun to watch, though.
1: No, I'm upset that the Mets got rid of all those years ago. Yeah,
0: I know. Why did they get rid of him? He's become a great player out there. Oh, he hit a monster shot last night. I don't know. If you talk to certain people, they will tell you there were issues in the clubhouse with him. Is that right? I don't know that. I'm telling you what I've heard. They're not sources either. Um, but he also wasn't ever given, I don't feel like we ever thought of him like as an everyday power bat. Right, whose fault is that, Omar Minaya's? Who do we no, blame? No, I don't think it was not Omar Minaya at the time. Then he goes to LA and he turns into like this power slugging, yeah. solid third baseman that has been there now a long time and has had a great career. And he had the game-tying home run last night. A monster shot. I thought it was very cool that Juan Soto was there wearing the Trey Turner jersey. I thought that was very neat. Um, I'm trying to think, of, oh, Kevin Long was there, who's now the Nationals' hitting coach, the former Yankee hitting coach, and I guess they were sitting with Turner's wife because they took the picture together. I thought it was pretty cool though, and he goes over and he's high fiving them. Yeah, through, I saw through all the netting, high fives. I was pretty. I'm telling you, that's another one if you haven't done that. That's a place you got to go see a game. Dodger Stadium. It's, it really is awesome.
1: Don't they beat people up in the parking lot? They I don't know in every
0: stadium. If you act stupid, I, they do. I don't. Oh, if you act stupid, yeah. Did you I'm see the video from in Pittsburgh with the Steelers a few weeks ago with I did, the women? Yeah. I mean, all the on. women were throwing down. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. I just don't
1: want to be beat up in a parking lot if I'm not acting stupid. Like if I'm just going to my car, I, that's
0: not going to happen.
1: That's in a tough part of town. I think.
0: Not really. Dodger Stadium? No. I feel Dodger like all- Stadium is all alone. All right, You drive through like, like it's almost like a national park area that you drive, at least the way we went in, the way you drove through. And then all of a sudden you come to this opening and bam, there's the stadium with this gigantic parking lot surrounding it. And it's sunk down to where you're looking up. It's really amazing.
1: It has a cool town name too, which I can't Chavez remember. Ravine. Yeah,
0: Chavez Ravine. Yeah, it's really, I'm telling you, that was, that's one of the stadium highlights in my life. Was going there. And I was in awe. And it, to me, it's like someone that's always lived on the West Coast coming to Yankee Stadium for the first time, probably the old Yankee Stadium specifically. It's like you've seen it on TV for so many years, and then all of a sudden, like, I was there. And the atmosphere was great. And I did not experience everybody leaving in the seventh inning at all, like the way they talk about late arrival, yes, but no one left. And it was awesome. And then the the, the music at the end when they win, oh, it was great. Did you have a Dodger dog? I didn't. Aren't they they got to be the
1: same hot dogs they're in every stadium. Dog.
0: Exactly. Hey, come
1: on. It's oh, one dog. other thing I saw Jerry baseball related. This the, the Padres fired their manager, Jace Tingler. <laughs>
0: yeah, so you couldn't pick out of a lineup, nor could I by the way. By the way, I saw him He looks like a manager. Yeah, except he didn't uh, actually manage very well. Part of the time he did. I was thinking like uh, what eh. if the Mets name
1: that guy as their manager? You no.
0: That is not going to happen. I mean, look at the way Luis Rojas was essentially let go for many reasons, but one of them was the fact that they were in first place for three months out of the year and then just nosedived. Go look at what the Padres did in August and September. They nosedived. I mean, and they were never like where the, I don't think, I'd have to go back and look because the Giants were great start to finish. The Padres hung around for a while, but they were never in first place for three months. That, for damn sure, they weren't. But they were right there in terms of a playoff spot. And they just hit the skids the last two months of the season. And they got a lot of talent on that team. They, they, you know, everybody talks about Tatis and Machado. They got they got Hosmer on that team. They went out. They got good pitching, and they just died. Because a lot,
1: he's very similar to Luis Rojas in that he wasn't a manager prior. In the majors. In the majors, and they told him, uh, "We like you. you. You still have a
0: job in the organization." Do you remember when he was hired? I think we were doing the 15 minutes at the time. Luis Rojas, you mean? No, Jace tingler. tingler. I believe I asked you, or you asked me, if that was a Saturday Night Live spoof that the Padres named someone. Like, was it real? <laughs> we thought his it name was a jingler. Jo- Jace Tingler. Jace. Like, well, tingler. Who is this guy? Yeah. So he is. Uh, he's he's out. out. He's out. Yes.
1: So and now they're going to need a manager.
0: Yeah, they need and a manager the Mets need too. a manager. We All better get on this. Be interesting to see if both teams go old school. Because they tried the young and up-and-coming manager. Do they go, like, will the Mets be battling with the Padres? So, like, if I'm Bob Melvin, do I want to come to New York City or would I love the sunshine oh of San Diego and a team that's ready to win already? I would go to San Diego. So would I. You got See, Fernando yeah.
1: Tatis Jr. Oh, my
0: gosh. What a place to be. Yep. And that's a beautiful ballpark, too. Beautiful part of that's town, like, that, right on the water. That wouldn't even be a close argument. I agree. Unless you want to be in New York for some that's, I'm trying to get out of New York. <laughs> right, we're trying to leave New York. We, we want to go to San Diego. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to transfer to San Diego. Talk Padres baseball. <laughs> Maybe he's had enough of the sunshine of Oakland in the Bay Area. Who knows? They say, though, Jerry, if you make it here, you make it anywhere. Yeah, that's overblown at this yeah, point. Yeah, I don't
1: believe that either. <laughs> then, nor do I. How many people have who were successful here and then failed elsewhere? <laughs> yeah, exactly It's right. not a guarantee. It is not a guarantee. But yep. some people like the idea of coming to New York. Sure. And winning in New York. All the glitz and glamour. Glitz and glamour, Jerry. They could roll up to Studio 54, Bob Melvin. That's still open. I don't think so. Studio
0: 54. Bob Melvin rolls up there. (laughs) Who are you, sir? In this mink coat. (laughs) Partying. What do you think? This is Clyde Frazier in 1976? Uh uh-huh. And Joe Namath. (laughs) Right. All right, we'll take a quick break. 518, just getting started. Warm-up show till 6 o'clock. Boomer and Gio then on the fan. Billy Ray Tucker Band on a Thursday morning, twenty-five after five. How we doin's? I'd like to say we're just getting started, but we only do an hour. We're like halfway through, yeah, and he we we just do one hour, Jerry. This is like halftime for us. If Pretty we were much a football team. We're at the two-minute warning of halftime.
1: Jerry, I have a good for you segment, Ooh. or as we call it, good for you segment. This as is Olivia a segment, Rodrigo
0: would say, "Hey, good for you."
1: Hey, good for you. This is a segment, Jerry, where uh, I have some items. That don't really fit into a full story. There's nothing much to do with them other than they're good stories. And you go, hey, good for you. You know right. what I mean, Jerry? Yes. So I have three different good for yous. We, uh, I'll bring up the story. All right. I'll just make a statement. We'll yell together, good for you. Uh, isn't it, hey, good for you? Hey, good for you. Right. Yes, you're right. Hey, good for you. And then if we want to discuss it, we could discuss it before moving on to the next one. Uh, okay. Sounds good to
0: me. Yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. So mm. this
1: is uh, the award-winning uh, good Hey, good for you segment. Uh, our first part of the good for you segment, Jerry, uh, Daniel Jones was named the NFC
0: Offensive Player of the Week. Hey, hey Daniel good for Jones. You.
1: A good for you. Here's the
0: problem. Eddie, make sure my fader's up, please, if you don't mind. So, hey, good for you. I agree. It's a hey, good for you. Paul Schwartz of the New York Post Okay. asked Joe Judge about this yesterday. Oh. When he win a national award, a player of the week kind of thing, um, can that help a player, um, his psyche, his confidence, things like that, outside influences helping. Yeah, I don't think we need outside confirmation to tell us what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not a
1: huge fan of the
0: no. of the awards. No, he wasn't to the point where there was – he goes on this whole thing. It's a team award. The receiver's got to catch the ball. The defense has to give you the ball back. We have to have good – like goodness. he gave you every reason why, uh, okay, whatever. It's, it's just not him. And then Schwartz at the end was almost like dumbfounded. And there is, I'll play it, it's only 15 seconds. In the middle, there'll be like a pause. Joe Judge is, I think, laughing at him as he's holding his bottle of water. To win. It's really funny. You can feel good though, right? I mean, a player's allowed to feel good about getting something. You, you know? No, I mean, the human nature, I'm saying, you know, you get an award, oh, great. You know, I'm not saying it's life-changing, but it, it's better. Can you feel good about it? Yeah, absolutely, enjoy it. Can it affect how you work, prepare, or perform this week? Absolutely not. <laughs> Come on!
1: Wow. Just say I, I don't know. Right? yeah, good for you. he could just say, "Hey, good for you, yes, Daniel Jones." That's all. It was surprising to me because when I read that, I was like, "Hmm." Well, I was trying to think of like w- other people's performance that week. Okay. I was like,
0: "He did throw for four hundred yards, four hundred two, and a comeback win in the fourth quarter." Right. So you know, <laughs> I will tell you. I talked to um, uh, J. Ron Curse of the Cowboys yesterday for this game Sunday, and as he is he is absolutely convinced the Giants are a damn good team. Is that right? He don't said, they have to say that? Yes, but this was off the air. Oh, is that right? He said best one and three team he's ever seen. Is that right? Yeah. He says they should be better than they are record wise. He goes offensively, they are really good. So they're ready for a
1: slug fest yeah, in I mean, Dallas. I
0: yes. I think they're ready for a very <laughs> difficult game Sunday. This was not, hey, we're three and one, we're gonna take the division, you know, by storm here. It was we just finished watching them on film. Very impressed by them.
1: I heard Sal make a very good point on the overnight
0: this morning that listen, if the Giants go into Dallas and win that Back in it, baby. Well, yeah, because the Cowboys would be 3-2. and two, The Giants would be 2-3. and three, And no one's going to be better than those two marks in the That's division. That's right. That's right. And with a 17-game season, you got 12 games to go.
1: Yeah, so I may be back on the Giants' bandwagon, depending on what happens. Or on the Cowboys' bandwagon. And I and was who the, knows, If Giants. I was
0: the Giants, I would have a photograph of you in the building saying, don't let him in. <laughs> I'm taking anybody that plays the Giants in the under. Well that's over with them. Well, uh, I, they I, proved I understand. me wrong now I move on. I but don't you know. said you hate them
1: two weeks ago. I did because they were really annoying me, Jerry. I know but like you hate them? No, no longer hate is a strong word. Because, because the a Daniel tough one to Jones take back, though. good for you segment. Well, listen, well, right, if they if one they one. get blown out by the cowboys, I'm gonna hate them again.
0: If a guy on Twitter yeah. says, Hey Al Dukes, not hey good for you, hey Al Dukes, I hate you. Oh, that's not nice. You're never you're blocking him or muting blocked. him and you're mute. never going to talk to them again. He's be muted, Jerry. Right. So you've been muted by the Giants.
1: I will not give him the pleasure of blocking him. I will mute him.
0: Matter of fact, I hear that uh, Mr. Mara wanted to come on and then they said, "Well, who called for me?" and it was Al Dukes. Said, I'm out. He said blocked and then Al said, "Thank God." <laughs> blocked cuz he doesn't want the interview anyway. <laughs> That's right. Jerry, our second good for you,
1: our second of 3. Uh, C.C. Sabathia, you know him as the former Yankee uh, pitcher. Very successful podcaster. Jerry. And a successful podcaster. He has celebrated six years of sobriety. That means no drinking, Jerry, if you're not familiar. Hey, C.C. Sabathia.
0: Hey, hey good, good for, for you. you. Absolutely. They're right? Remember, he That's fell out right. He had his moment in Baltimore. Yeah. And I guess since then, he's been sober. Yes, where it affected his gameplay. I think that's right. I wonder what— Drinking wine. A lot and maybe, of wine. maybe it's podcasting. I don't know. I wonder what he has filled that void with. Well, a, he, he got very into uh, fitness. Remember, got so, okay. like super slim down now. So that's what it is. Because a lot of people will take up— Like, I know Lawrence Taylor played would literally play 54 holes of golf every day just to make sure he stayed away from the traps. So that it makes sense, but you can only work out for a few hours a day. This guy looks like he works out a lot. Now. Yeah. Know yeah, he what does I call look him? jacked.
1: Know what I call him, Jerry? Slim, Slim Sabathia, because he's shed a lot of weight. A lot of weight. Good for you, and Jerry. Our final, <laughs> our final good for you story. There were three of them today. This is how you know it's a, it's a, vi- a That's a viable segment yeah. for today. Juju Smith-Schuster. You're familiar with him. He plays yeah, wide receiver for the. Pittsburgh Steelers. While well, he was shopping at the Giant Eagle supermarket mm-hmm. outside of Pittsburgh, when he was in the checkout line, and the woman in front of him could not find her uh, uh, debit card to pay, okay. she didn't know what and she was going to send her friend out to the car to see. What did you pay for her? Paid for all of her groceries. That's nice. She did. She was crying. She didn't even know who it was. He didn't make a big deal out of it. Out the door. But some dude on Twitter saw this go down. And posted it. And posted it. It's like, you, this that's, was amazing. That's how you cool get credit. Cool thing to see.
0: That's awesome.
1: He was in a hoodie. No one even knew it was Juju
0: Smith-Schuster. I think that's great. Paid for a thing.
1: Hey, Juju Smith-Schuster. Hey, oh, good, good for, for you. you.
0: Absolutely. And it's not like, he didn't go out there and publicize it. Someone saw it, wanted to acknowledge it. That is amazing. As opposed to, if you did that at the stop and shop in Matawan, you would have asked for a photo with the person so you could shame them publicly to also promote yourself and say, just doing what I do. This fool left his debit card in the car. I saved him and paid for his groceries. Right. I'd say, like, do you have social
1: media that you could post this photo about how I paid for your groceries? Like, those. Uh, 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 this happens around. Holiday season where people pay for layaway for people. like yes. Celebrities do that. Like Shaq has done that. Shaq has done that.
0: There's been some uh, mystery people that do it. Do you think, for reals, if you were worth a billion dollars? Yes. And there are certainly enough billionaires running around. And even someone, let's say, you're worth $10 million. I don't say um, billionaires, I'm Boomer's highest. Okay? <laughs> All right. No, that's fine. But I'm saying 10 15 $20. you have got more money than you're going to spend. Yes. Let's be honest. Would you be that type? I would like to. Think That'd be I would fun, be wouldn't day. it? It would be fun, and and not for the credit. Well, it, <laughs> if you made that kind of money already, would you really need the credit? <laughs> I don't
1: know. I would need the credit. Would you just Jared? feel
0: good about yourself? Yes. Without the credit, though. Without the credit, you're
1: saying. Yes. Come on. Uh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Would it uh, hurt if I got credit for it? No, it would not. But it would be, if you feel really good about yeah, yourself. Yeah, I would feel very good about myself. You
0: know what I would love? And this would be, I mean, this is the ultimate credit. I wish I could make enough money to donate to one of the schools I went to. I want the gym. Yes. That. that would be awesome. Yes, I agree. And not for anything, just because you feel like you're giving back.
1: Yeah. I might reach out to Colonial High School. What would it cost? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> what would it cost? But I didn't do anything. $100,000? That would be like uh,
1: you didn't do any sports here, so why would you want the gym named you after could, you? could,
0: no, but you as an alum, you could still be a big donor. You could write out a six-figure check to Colonia High School. Check? Well, if you want the gym named after you, I think, yeah. What about I think just that's... the bleachers? <laughs>
1: Yeah, what about gonna, a sign I'll, outside the radio station at Kane University
0: I where say, I went? I was going to donate a hundred bucks and ask for his <laughs> own seat at Colonia High School. Yeah, Gym. just put my name on it. <laughs> That's funny. That would be nice. All right, let's take a break. All when right. we come back, we'll try and figure out other places we can donate and have our names put on. Uh, Boomer and Geo, six o'clock. It is a wacky. No, it's not Wednesday. Today's Thursday. Yesterday you thought it was Thursday. Know, Today's actually
1: Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not not a good start. Anyhow, it's Thursday. A lot of fun today. Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock. The fan, don't go away. Hi, 20 in front of 6. Hello, hello, hello. Our names are Alan Jerry. We take you till the top of the hour. Boomer and Geo, then. Lots of good stuff this morning on a Thursday, Week Five of the NFL. Actually, had a very
1: pretty good ratings for Yankees Red Sox. I was looking; they had, uh, I think, seven point seven million viewers, which I think is pretty good in for the baseball. air. Just in New York, I think, or was that, that national? Man, it was national? See, that's
0: that's not good to me.
1: Well, here's the thing: in in the Boston area, they had a nineteen point eight share.
0: Okay, which is pretty good in that New York, eleven point two. But is seven million the total number of viewers? Yeah, seven point seven million. Viewers. Because that dreadful NFL game, and not that it turned out to be a good game, but didn't Jaguars Bengals do like eighteen million yeah. people? But
1: that's what, yeah, that's but the this problem. This is Yankees Red Sox. I know, but again, it's, I think it's like it's no such one cares a, outside a, of these two right, markets. It's such a regional sport now. Wow, and I don't know when it be. I don't know when it became that way. Because I used to, you know, we we used to be interested in uh, all the other teams. Like I used to watch. Were we
0: though? I, I we, was. we 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 traded cards.
1: Yeah. Do you remember watching I, the Padres and Giants? I do remember like running home from school to watch Astros Dodgers playoffs. That was
0: like an afternoon game. I do. Mm, I remember like yeah. being into it. I suppose. I you know. I guess too, back then we never saw them unless they were playing the Mets or the Yankees, right? So it was, it was kind of like the All-Star game. I don't know about you, but I remember as a kid, I could not wait. Oh, yeah. Not even to watch the whole game. I couldn't wait for the introductions to see all the different players from the different teams line up and then to see them take the field. And it was always the first two innings. And then i that was it. I really wasn't interested after that. But I remember for like a solid hour every year, you know, from whatever time it started, 8 o'clock, I would watch that first hour and I thought it was the coolest thing. Now it's like, meh. I guess everything is so overexposed. Yes, a lot of overexposure. But is anything more overexposed than the NFL, and yet we can't get enough of
1: it? Right. We, we love the NFL, Jerry. It's odd. So almost 20% of uh, people with TVs on in Boston had it on. Only, uh, well, 11% here, which is the difference between, I think, having a one-team yeah, uh, sure. one town And a two-team town. Agreed. Right? Yes. So everyone in Boston is a Red Sox fan. Red
0: Sox, Celtics, Bruins. Exactly.
1: You have some outliers where people will like other teams. But here, you know, we're Mets fans watching. Maybe. Maybe not. Right. You know, um, and they also always say about New York, there's so much more to do here, Jerry. We don't get hung up on sports.
0: Well, you also have so many people that move here from other, forget other cities, other countries. So I don't know if it's the same type of population makeup that Boston is. It's like I'm sure, like if the uh, Phillies made it to the playoffs, it would be a
1: huge ratings in Philadelphia, bigger than here. Yes, because they're a they're a one Phillies, team Flyers, town.
0: Eagles. Yep, absolutely.
1: A one and then a uh, Southern cities is weird, like Chicago. Two baseball teams, only one football team. True, one hockey team. That is true. You follow, Jerry? I follow. Yes. You follow, but
0: the Cubs are like the Yankees out there, and that the fan base is longer. Established yes. than the Mets and the White Sox.
1: I also saw a video yesterday from Yankees Red Sox uh, with the warm ups where Garrett Cole had a warm up. Mm-hmm. It's right on top of the stands, like it yeah. is, like right.
0: But Fenway Park is really tight. Have you ever gone to a game there? I have a couple times. So you, I mean, you. See, I mean, first of all, the stands are not very high. It's yeah. right on top of the field, and there's not a lot of, you know, if you look at Oakland. If you look at, not so much now, but where the Padres, when they used to play at Jack, Jack Murphy, Murphy Stadium, right, um, a lot of foul ground. Boston is like, man, you pop the ball up outside the white lines, is pretty much in the seats for the most part. Just different. So yeah, you're warming up right on top of people. Yeah, so Garrett Cole's warming
1: up right on top of people, and some dude in the crowd right next to, he was as was closer than you and I are right now, had a Kermit the Frog Muppet. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yelling that's funny. That's <laughs> funny. And Garrett Cole's trying, you know, fully concentrated, even though there's a Kermit the Frog <laughs> Muppet right near him while he's trying funny. to warm up. It is funny because he wasn't – I didn't hear the guy saying anything ridiculous.
0: Right. He was just having a Kermit the Frog Muppet, which I wouldn't even be sure I'd be able to bring into the stadium. I don't know how he got it in somehow. Well, can't you bring <laughs> – and I don't know this. Aren't you allowed in baseball stadiums to still bring in a sandwich? Is that right? You can I bring think in your you own can, food and beverage? You can. Yeah, I think you can. And a Muppet? I, so if you can bring in a sandwich and a, and a bag of chips, maybe you could bring in a... A Muppet. A Kermit the Frog Muppet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That guy had to have a discussion with his friends. Be like, they're going to bring in the Kermit the
1: Frog Muppet. Do you think they'll let me in? If they don't let me in, will you run it back to the car?
0: Oh, what a pain in the ass right. that is. We're
1: not parked anywhere near here. I'm not running your Kermit the Frog Muppet out there. I remember
0: the one time I went to Fenway with my father. I We were very unfamiliar with the area. And it was like parking in the first spot that I could find. I don't know where we parked. Somehow we found our way to the stadium. But it was just different. You know, where the stadium is, it's just like right there in the middle of everything. Yes, As opposed to, you feel like you're driving to this big stadium with these massive parking no lots. No parking lots. Not quite the same. Yeah. you got to bring your Muppet in, Jerry, or they will take it right from you. I could see you going to City Field and bringing... With <laughs> a Muppet? No. I would say just going there and not wanting to eat the food and getting... And bringing your own... Boring turkey sandwich <laughs> on whole wheat bread with a piece of romaine lettuce. And counting <laughs> out my Tostitos <laughs> chips. <laughs> and bring my Kermit the Frog Muppet. Yes.
1: I feel like this Urban Meyer situation, it's enough. You know He's that it's
0: a- deteriorated
1: yet? I ju-
0: it's enough what? You mean they should move
1: on or let's yeah, just let's mo- move, let's on. move on? He. It's really between he and his wife at this point. You would think. A woman was grinding on him. She seemed to let, enjoy the grinding. He seemed to enjoy the grinding. Is apologizing to the team every day. Yeah. We get it. Like, they're p- sending him on this apology tour.
0: I think it's like, though, and I bring it to the radio station because it's right. the only way to give the example, and I'm just off the top of my head. You're, I, you're not wrong. And outside looking in, we're like, all right, let's move on. Yeah, time to move on. But I think it would be something like, let's say, Mark back in the day or Spike now sits there and puts out an email I've noticed some of you guys with terrible language on Twitter, it's a terrible representation of the radio station, enough. And then let's say a couple of guys do it and then you find them or you let's even suspend them for a couple of days without pay. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, they go on a <laughs> profanity-laced tirade on Twitter. Wouldn't you look at them and be like, time out a second. Why would I listen to you now? So I think there's a period of time where you've got to, I hate the word, but you've got to kind of earn the, not trust, the respect back. And I think that's what he's dealing with right now. It's just it's going to take a little while, and maybe it's enough for the national media covering it. The problem is he's a lightning rod. He's Urban Meyer, and everybody – I really think everybody wants to see him fail because he was so good in college. It's kind of like, you can't do this in the NFL. And I, it's like, you know, swarming in Oh, on so now they have something on him. I, th- I, I think that's part of it. Yeah, I do. I think it's part of it. So you're Urban Meyer. That don't impress, impress me, me much. much. Yeah. Mm. Mm,
1: it just feels like um, every time I open up my different news feeds that I look at, it's like Urban Meyer apologized to the whole team. Urban Meyer apologized to part of the team.
0: Urban Meyer's talking to, sure. what's the owner's name? Shad Khan. But, but you understand the point, though, like yeah. the players could be looking at him like, all right, how about this? How about if Spike told us, start taking phone calls, it's enough. I don't want to hear you two anymore. Right. Like, let the callers call in. And then let's say Spike did a show and we and that's what we did. No problem, we did it. And then all of a sudden Spike came in and did a show as our boss does a Saturday show and at the top he's like, I'm not taking calls. You're gonna to listen to me for the next four hours. Wouldn't you be like, What huh? Yeah, why do we have to take off? So I think that's I think that's, that's what you're running into. Yeah. And it'll just take a
1: little time. All right. San Jose Sharks forward Evander Kane, Jerry. This is the guy who was in trouble with... The gambling, uh, right? And his wife wife, divorcing him. Yeah, he and his wife are getting a divorce. She was claiming that he's uh, betting uh, money on the San Jose Sharks games. Yep. Uh, Now he's being accused. A source source to ESPN says that uh, Evander Kane has been accused of submitting a fake COVID vaccination card which is, Jerry,
0: illegal in the U.S. and Canada, and thus against NHL well, rules. Oh, these guys know? All they have to do is put the serial code in that you're given, and you can find out if it's legit or not. Right. I don't think people know that. Okay. This guy seems like a total party. Yeah. could you have a fake vaccine card to go eat at Peter Luger's? Yes. <laughs> but I would think if you're in the NHL or the NBA... They're, gonna they're check. going to check. I would hope they're going to confirm them. no. What a wild guy he is, this Evander uh, Kane. I don't know anything about
1: hockey, Jerry. All I know is I keep hearing this guy's name.
0: Yeah, yeah, what a mess. Yeah, okay. he's betting on games. Allegedly, he's had a tough go. He's had a tough few months. Now this one's on him for sure. This one, would and be I only on say him. this one because I don't know if the other one was true or not. Right. He was as found the, not guilty by the investigation. Investigation, but I don't know.
1: And as the great Fred Durst said, Jerry, it's all about the he said, she said. Bull bleep. Ooh do. By the way, he has a new song called "Dad Vibes." Okay, Slim any based. good?
0: It's good. I gotta check it out. It is good. I like it. it just I came will. out. I will put dad it on vibes. Sp- I'll tell you what. We gotta take a break right yeah. now. I'm gonna put it on Spotify during the break. You listen to it on your way home. Dad All right, vibes. right now, we will take a quick pause. When we come back, we'll get you Boomer and Geo. But before then, we have an Odyssey Sportsman with Amy Lawrence talking about that wild win in LA last night. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Uh, we got two more minutes, and then it's the Boomer NGO show on the Fan of Rooney. No local sports. Well, I shouldn't say that. The uh, Rangers played the Devils in a preseason game, and there was a big injury with Ryan Reeves. But whatever. I'm sure Boomer will get into that later. And the Dodgers won in the bottom of the ninth yeah. last night, beat the Cardinals 3-1. Starters weren't great, but a very well pitched game uh, last night. Nelly said the Dodgers get the Giants now. In the AL, uh, sorry, the NLDS.
1: I see that uh, Saturday Night Live, Jerry, had their lowest-rated episode ever. Shocking! This past weekend, did you see? Did
0: you see the Joe Buck, Troy Aikman? No, I I saw
1: the I saw the picture of it, and I was like,
0: "What is this?" But I do think, in fairness, they're a victim of their own success because they were so good so many years years ago. ago. I don't know how you're funny anymore. I really don't. Like, I watch that show. I don't. Nothing. There was a lot of buzz though around Casey Musgraves,
1: the musical act. She uh, did yeah. her song "Nude" behind a guitar, but you and didn't her boots. see anything. You, you saw did nothing. Did not see anything.
0: Right. It comes back to your thing. If you're online and you you put a sticker over the nipple area, right, then you can't say you're nude. Right. Well, the guitar go- the guitar was over her.
1: Right. So she wasn't nude. But not really. I've got now. I'm was, into this Casey Musgraves. I was listening to her music, googling her nude yesterday. Well, she's not. She was not nude. But, uh, but you were looking but, for
0: nude. I was just looking, Jerry, I was looking for her as an artist (laughs) and
1: getting her songs.
0: If this was 1992, you'd be hoping that she would be the next Playboy Playmate. Yes. And your illegal subscription would be coming to your mailbox. Yeah, well, my friend Rob, he'd be the one that would steal out of people's mailboxes. I think you stole your dad's too, you said.
1: Uh, well, no, my dad, had them. I was a little kid when I oh, was okay. my dad's. but my friend Rob, when we had a paper route, he would steal
0: Playboys out of people's mailboxes. You ever steal one from the convenience store? No. Had the black wrapper on no, it? No,
1: they were behind the counter. Oh, they were?
0: Yeah. In my convenience store. We had a place had called Cumberland Farms. Yes. And it was not behind the counter, but they were the top to the <laughs> left. You had to be tall. Black co- yes. And it had the black plastic over it. Oh, is that right? But you knew what it was. Filthy
1: magazines, Jerry. I only like Playboy. Anything else? And yeah. WS1 101.9 FM HD1, New York.
0: An Odyssey station.